Today, Hope Brown is here with us in the virtual studio. Listen, she is the founder and creator of the Tax Minded Bookkeeper, and she is going to be dropping some gems today on how smart business owners, just like yourself that are listening and watching, how you can win at this financial management and tax game, especially since we are now heading in towards the end of the year. We said goodbye to the third quarter. We are here in the fourth quarter. But guess what? I said on my Instagram reels and Facebook reels, games can be lost, but they also can be won in the fourth quarter. You're hanging out with us here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Don't you move. We'll be right back after this quick intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. I'm your lovely, amazing host, Charvette Mitchell. I'm a marketing consultant and I work with entrepreneurs and small businesses uh, around helping them get more customers by focusing on their marketing, their visibility and their branding. And so this show is geared towards our entrepreneurs. Uh, so while you are watching live, live, because we are multi-streaming, in six different places, three different places on Facebook. Hello to YouTube. Shout out to my sister Kim and Deborah already holding it down over on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. You might be at Charvette.com. And then certainly those that are listening to the podcast version or the talk show version. Hello and welcome to you as well. Because today's show, I'm telling you what, it's going to be juicy. Winning tax and bookkeeping strategies for small businesses. That's what we're going to be talking about. So I encourage you to tag a business bestie, uh, forward this, share this in groups and things that you're in that you own and all that good stuff. Or you can post it on your page because I'm sure there's someone else that is wanting the gems that uh, we're going to be dropping today with our guest, Hope. Brown. Uh, again, thank you so much for everyone that is here. YouTube is already uh, already in the mix, already in the mix. Thank you so much, Brenda. Good evening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Mom. Thank you so much. Hey, Sean. Thank you for holding it down and being with us as well. So this segment is brought to you by my newest book collaboration. I am so excited about um, this collaboration, Pearls, that is available everywhere. It's available everywhere, everywhere. This is a collaboration where I join forces with 10 of my clients uh, that are in my platform builder program, my 12-month program, and uh, we write books, uh, one of the things that we do. And so this is the latest book, Pearl, uh, Pearl's Wisdom and Advice from Emerging Women Leaders. You can pick it up everywhere books are sold, uh, but you're at Charvette.com right now. So it's right on the homepage. Go ahead and place your copy, uh, place your order, and we will get that in the mail for you, available in all digital format. So you'll hear a little bit more uh, about Pearl's later today. So let's go ahead and formally introduce uh, our guest. And if you are listening to us new and this is the first time you've experienced the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, make sure you comment so we can give you some love. Uh, also, if you are watching the replay of this uh, live stream, go ahead and type 
hashtag replay. We want to come back and show you some love. So our guest is hanging out right now uh, in the virtual studio, waiting and ready to come up to chat with us. Hope Brown is an entrepreneur mentor. She's an expert and she a speaker. she's a speaker and she's on a mission to help business owners become productive and succeed beyond their wildest dreams. Hope established the tax-minded bookkeeper LLC in 2019 after consistently meeting with business clients during the tax season who didn't understand their company's finances or tax-related responsibilities. Today, Hope's uh, work as a tax strategist, a bookkeeper, and speaker is all about encouraging excellence in the business world. She's using her ability to explain complex concepts in easy to understand language. She's coached multiple entrepreneurs to six figures uh, and she's teaching them to change their mindset all about finances. Uh, coming up to the mic live here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show, put your hands together and show some love to our guest, Hope Brown. Welcome to the show, Hope. Hey, Charvette. How are you doing? Thank I you for having me. <laughs> oh, we are excited to have you. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, the the listen, the, the virtual studio is filling up. Greetings from Florida. Oh, we send yeah. certainly send Everybody. love to you in Florida. We hope and trust that you are well. Yeah. Yes, Kim and Deborah in uh, hanging out there with us on uh, YouTube. Apostle Kimberly, thank you for being with us. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hello, LaDonna. Thank you for being mm -hmm. with us. I think North Carolina. Carolina. So lots of love lining up here Plenty in the virtual love. studio to <laughs> talk about something that sometimes is a little intimidating, a okay. little scary, because you got to talk about taxes. You got to <laughs> listen. All is well in Florida. Sean. Yes, he's in Florida. All is well okay. in Florida. We're so glad to hear from you all. Yeah. So how did you get into this space? What brought you here to say, I want to help people with taxes? Yeah, it's kind of an odd story. But um, so I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So my dad, who owned his own business, um, the man, God bless him, could make money all day. But he was not good, like with the financial part. And I just remember growing up and kind of watching that from a child's eye view. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It shouldn't have to be this hard, even back then. So as I became an adult and I started establishing my own businesses, you know, throughout the years, to be honest with you, I got tired of somebody else sitting on the other side of the desk trying to explain stuff in a way that I couldn't get. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to start taking classes, whatever it takes to be able to understand tax law, financial, you know. So, I mean, I got like three degrees in it now, but yes. you know, it was all about just making sure for myself and feeling empowered myself to make sure that I had the tools I need to successfully run my business. Yeah. And so um, as I read in your bio and uh, you were having, you know, conversations with entrepreneurs at tax mm -hmm. time and yeah. some things became kind of uh, really eye opener mm -hmm. for you, of course, without disclosing and, and, and uh, you know, yeah. harming the innocent. Uh, what were some of the common things that you <laughs> saw kind of coming up that prompted you to say, OK, I definitely need to go this way? Yeah. So not being prepared, not having um, adequate records to really track income information. Definitely not um, expenses. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of surprises, kind of a lot of the same stuff I saw my dad go through, like, you oh. know, 20, 30 years ago um, with not really um, understanding 
the tax part, because a lot of people are coming from the W-2 world, but right. the, you know, self-employment being your own business owner is a whole different thing. And with that mm-hmm. comes responsibilities for estimated taxes, self-employment taxes on the money that you're making. And people just didn't have a clue with that. So gradually, a lot of my customers were like, listen, we just need your help during the year. And it started off kind of small with me helping some of my tax customers who were business owners really understand. And because doing taxes one time a year is just that. But Mm -hmm. if you have a strategy or a plan during the year, especially when you're making money, that's really the smarter path to go. Ah, so I think that's like, if you're taking notes, I think that's one of the great pins to stick there. I see hearts and love already um, popping up. Thank you that um, just meeting with your accountant or tax strategist once a year, probably um, not going to cut it. You could be better positioned if you meet with them some other time. Exactly. I mean, I feel that way on the individual tax side, but I definitely feel that way on the business tax side because- Business can be so dynamic yeah. and you could be at one level this year, but next tax year, a pandemic could happen and a whole, you know, your whole world could shake up. Yeah. So you definitely, your, your, your bookkeeper is going to be your best friend mm-hmm. and any good tax person will tell you the bookkeeping is like the core of what they're going to do. So your records that your bookkeeper hopefully is helping you to establish and those processes are going to help you with things like cash flow during the year. You can see what money's coming in, going out. Um, you can estimate correct taxes to pay for estimated taxes to federal, state if you owe those, self-employment taxes. But then that information at the end of the year is going to go to your tax person. And they're going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to love you. So let's um, let's uh, level set and um, make sure that like everyone is kind of on the same page. Yeah. Um, so bookkeeping, yes. when you say that and assuming maybe somebody's like, hey, I'm just kind of getting started into this. Um, okay. What do you mean by bookkeeping? How do you define that and how what do they use to do that? So bookkeeping is the practice of basically managing your financials. Um, meaning money coming in, money going out, just understanding and at least having some type of documentation that helps you track your cash flow, money coming in, money coming out. So, yep. So one of the fundamental things that I teach um, people that I coach is um, for good record keeping to even start off on the right foot, try to consider having separate bank accounts set up between your business and your personal life. Like don't co-mingle funds. And for businesses, I mean, there are a lot of businesses that started during COVID that are taking off, like really, they're, they're yeah. excelling, which is beautiful. But consider not only having a separate checking account. So the checking account is going to be for your operations, money going in, money going out, just to be able to work the business, um, you know, money coming in that you earn from the business. But you also want to have um, a savings account, which is going to put emergency funds in that. And then also a third account for a, a third account for tax savings, like a tax All account. Right. All so, right. Yeah. Those are the three standard accounts. I mean, you there could be more depending on what you have going on. But the operating account, the savings account and the tax account, those set up and then you not commingling 
will be a good foundation for you to kind of build on to keep everything separate. Wonderful. And um, this applies if you are a full-time entrepreneur doing a business on the side, and then absolutely if you're a full-time business, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So even if you're a part-time entrepreneur or business owner, just the nightmare. Like we've all been there. I mean, I'm I'm gonna raise my hand a little bit too. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Like, but how many of us have been sitting there, like, you know, we put that tax appointment off, we pushed it out as far as close to April 15th as we can because we didn't want to go through trying to go through that credit card where you had personal and business, that checking account where you had personal and business, and trying to organize that. So yeah, don't just, just start off. I mean, even if it's today, like just go to the bank tomorrow and open <laughs> up a separate account. So. All right. Great, great, great. And, and so certainly our topic today is all about winning tax and bookkeeping strategies for small yes. businesses. So we're, we have just stepped into the fourth quarter. So yeah. people might be thinking, okay, um, even if things weren't all aligned earlier in the year, we, we People going to get things together. What are some specific things that you would say to be thinking about in this time period? Yes. So even if you didn't do that organization that I talked about, don't wait until December after December 31st to kind of see what your net income is going to be for the year in that business, because we're at a point now of where we're in the fourth quarter and you should be looking at you should have paid the first, the second and the third quarter estimated taxes. So what are estimated taxes, you might ask? Um, when you work for a company as a W-2 employee, they're taking care of all of the tax stuff. But yeah. when you own your own business, even if you're a sole proprietor, guys, um, the IRS is a pay-as-you-go system. And they give us a break as entrepreneurs or business owners that we only have to pay four times per year. But we still have to be paying that those taxes on that net income. So... That is one thing that I'm, I'm working personally with a lot of my customers. I have like three appointments a day. We're trying to figure out what their estimate taxes, even if they haven't paid any of that during a year, Got what it. it should be and getting that remitted to the IRS. All right. So estimated tax is definitely uh, something to have your eyes on. Um, are there tax uh, breaks or different mm -hmm. things that, you know, that they can be thinking about, hey, I'll be able to claim this? as a tax write-off? Yeah. So that bookkeeping or, you know, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet, that's going to help you really break down things that you can be expensing. Um, for example, the home office deduction, um, any kind of legal fees, advertising fees, gifts to clients, any kind of contractor support. I know I, I use contractors to support my business. Yes. So that's a big write-off. Um, you know, basically any kind of like legal fees, any kind of things that you're using or spending money on to support your business activities. Those are things that you can write off. So um, a, a really big one is the home office deduction because of a lot of us are working from home now. Mm -hmm. And I see, I see people nervous about that for some reason, but mm -hmm. if you're, you know, if you have a home, even if you're renting, if there's a designated spot in your home that you're using exclusively for business, um, there are, there's a calculation that you can use to figure out what the square footage is and whatever that percentage is, you can take that percentage off of your light bill, your gas bill, your alarm system, um, yeah. your heating bill, all of that. Um, that's known as being an indirect expense, but then we have direct expenses too, where if you want to paint your office, if you want to buy furniture, anything that's happening specifically in that space, 
that's one that's a deduction that you can take the whole hundred percent for. All right. So that should be some good. So maybe people did some of that during the year and then think about, oh, I bought a new chair. Oh, I did have work done in the office. Oh, I did. Yeah. I think, listen, you all testify in the, in the chat. If uh, put a, put a one in the chat, if, if your wheels are spinning, I whatever, whatever hope has said at this point, put yeah. a one in the chat. If your wheels are spinning, if you're just tuning in, you're welcome to the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Uh, and we are here with Hope Brown, the tax minded bookkeeper at our topic today is winning tax and bookkeeping strategies for small business owners. Uh, that's who we are targeting uh, this to. So great. I'm seeing some ones come through uh, in the chat. I'm seeing some ones come through in the chat. Hey, Angela, thanks for being here. All right. Seeing some ones come through. So um, other, any other things that you would say, you know, in particular in this time of the year um, to be thinking about? Just being organized. Um, so I personally, I'm reaching out to a lot of my clients just to make sure, okay, so we're in the last the last couple of months of the year. So you might want to reach out and just kind of do a, a sanity check with some of the clients who you've been, who've, who've been paying you money just to make mm-hmm. sure, because they're going to be generating probably 10 nine-nines for a lot of us in January. Um, and you want to make sure that those numbers are correct. So you want to look at what that number is that they have on their records now and just make sure it's all correct. You know, um, I have a lot of clients who they're not really paying attention to the money they're making. They, it goes into their bank account. Yes. And they're they're delighted about that. Yeah. But then the 1099 at the beginning of the year is something different than they have record of. So that is something that I would definitely say, just, you know, if you have a couple of vendors who are consistently paying you, just look at those numbers and just make sure that they match what the vendor is thinking that they've paid you. Um, Something else that I'm thinking about is um, just making sure that people have your current contact information. We're such an electronic world at this point. The money just goes in the account. But if you're going to be waiting for those tax forms, either by email, make sure they have the correct email information. Make sure you've turned in your your W-9 to them just for correct tax reporting on your part um, with your EIN number. Hopefully everybody has that set up (laughs) for conversation. Right. Um, Your your mailing address, if they're going to be mailing it out. Um, again, you don't want to be, I mean, I, I, I experience my clients experience delays sometimes with that yeah. in January, we're waiting, you know, February or whatever. We're trying to wait for these forms because the entity sent them out, but they sent it to the wrong address because the client mm. or something like that. So okay. definitely make sure those things are like um, accurate at this point. Okay. Do you have recommended tools um, or systems that you, you know, recommend for entrepreneurs in particular on that kind of bookkeeping or anything related to accounting? Yeah, definitely. So for bookkeeping, so I'm a QuickBooks pro advisor, so I do love um, QuickBooks, but maybe that's not everybody's jam. So, you know, there are definitely other cloud-based systems out here. There's a system called Xero. There's even a free accounting system called Wave Accounting that you may want to look into um, if you're on a budget as an entrepreneur. Um, I'll even take just a spreadsheet. <laughs> you, know, yeah. that you will document income and expenses. So yeah. but those are just some of the um, cloud-based accounting systems that are available for entrepreneurs. And like I say, wave accounting is free. So, you know, check it out, guys. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, and so the what's interesting is sometimes you'll see people with like a pile of um, receipts and a pile of, you know, in paper uh, receipts. 
what are they doing? What are they, what should they be doing with those piles of paper receipts? Yeah. So um, before I answer that question, I just want to make a comment about one thing. And that yeah. is um, there was the, um, the act that came in the inflation reduction act got passed in August of this year. Uh-huh. So a lot of people are like, what's that? So <laughs> that, well, part of that act, it was a lot of different tax law related things under that act that got passed. But mm-hmm. one of them was that, the IRS actually had earmarked or set aside for it $80 billion that it will be receiving over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you something, guys. Um, one of the, I have friends that work at IRS. I'm telling yeah. you, there are, a lot of that money is earmarked for, um, to ramp up their audit, their small business audit team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like I start that off to say, um, definitely, we're, we're kind of low hanging fruit because in a, the case of sole proprietors or smaller yeah. business owners, they they're winging it a lot by themselves. Um, they tend to make errors. So they're mm-hmm. really easy targets for the IRS to go and kind of look mm-hmm. at their stuff and say, bam, bam, bam. And by that point, it's like two or three years later, you're getting audited. You don't have all that stuff or maybe you didn't keep good records or, or whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with that information that groundwork laid. Let's go and talk about your question. Um, a lot of people think, okay, well, I have my council check or have my credit card statement. No, the IRS actually requires us to do record keeping, um, keeping receipts and that type of thing. So mm-hmm. the best part about, I mean, I would even say, even if you're using the Excel spreadsheet to record things going in and out of the business, Set yeah. up a Google Drive and scan those receipts and put them there. It, that way, if you ever need it, they're already there waiting for you. Um, mm-hmm. Most cloud-based software is going to have not only um, can you hook that up to your bank account, your savings account, or your credit card to automatically bring that stuff in. In some cases, it can bring the receipt in as well. I know QuickBooks does that. Or yeah. you can like scan it and attach it. And then that way, that's your forever record of everything that happens. But definitely, guys, save these receipts. Save them. And with our phones, it makes it so easy now. Mobile phones let you just scan and and all of that. Thank you, Carla R. Jenkins, for retweeting us on Twitter. Let me capture uh, this comment. Um, Taza, I'm assuming, over on LinkedIn. This is my first time joining live. Thank you for being here. Um, Owning my own business, which is like a Walmart, because I have a lot of different skills. I am supposed to pay more taxes throughout the year to get a bigger refund. When I do my taxes in the beginning of the year, and if so, won't that be uh, my money that I have saved? So I'm assuming... If, if I'm reading correctly, okay. if she's thinking if she's paying maybe these quarterly, um, is that yeah. going to make her get a bigger refund? Does so she no. actually want that? Yeah. So I would say you definitely want to be working with a tax professional to really mm-hmm. look at your unique numbers and see like what the deal is, first and foremost, because no size fits all when it comes to income taxes. But mm-hmm. the, the money that you're paying during the year and these estimated tax payments um, if you have gross, let's say you made, I'm, I'm going to keep the number small. Um, you made $5,000. Um, you had $1,000 in expenses and your net is $4,000. Technically, that is the amount that the IRS is going to be looking at to say, hey, you need to pay self-employment taxes, a certain percentage, and also um, the estimated taxes on that amount. So we're doing that during the year. It's, it's kind of like when you work for yourself, to be honest with you. We paid like every pay period um, for taxes on that money. 
but we're the IRS is just allowing us to spread it out over that four, you know, estimated pack um, tax quarter season, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But, and and I think another point, because sometimes people, there's always this conversation around, you shouldn't get a big refund. You should, you know, so maybe that, and it might not be directly her question, but someone mm-hmm. else's question like, hey, I know I'm not supposed to be getting a big mm-hmm. refund. Can you talk about a little bit about like, on the on the biz, small business side, mm-hmm. it's probably not like a huge refund situation. It, it all. So it's called um, tax planning. So that mm-hmm. is um, that's that's what we're talking about here. Um, we're talking about somebody like I just had a client earlier. Um, she's been working all year. She's been super busy. She hasn't had an opportunity to sit down and look at what her estimate tax estimated tax payments were. So we sat down and we looked at that today. It was a, a tax planning session where I took her gross. We kind of knew some of the um, credits that she could write off her deductions, her expenses. Uh-huh. Um, and then we took based on the net, we figured out, OK, where her estimated taxes are on that for federal her self-employment taxes are and her state tax for DC, for example. And she's ready now to be able to know what to pay for that. Now, mm-hmm. if she would have came and said, listen, I want a bigger refund. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be paying the minimum tax due. We, I would have her make more larger payments during the year. I don't know why you would want to do that as a self-employment person, but right. if you do, you would just make larger points because that's all really that's happening with um, when you're a W-2 employee either. I mean, as well, mm-hmm. you're just making more than your, I mean, you're, you're making payments larger than what your tax liability will add up to be. If that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. And so we want to get, you want to get as close to your tax liability yeah. um, as, as possible. And I want to capture this. Carla said, yes, I ru- routinely save my okay. tax filings in a Google drive. Yeah. That way they're accessible from anywhere, yeah. anywhere. If someone's listening saying, I want to work with Hope, how can she help me? Uh, let our listeners and viewers know how they can work with you. Sure, guys. So I'm um, I'm on um, IG, um, Tax Minded Bookkeeper. Um, and then also my website is bbizsolution.com. That's B as in boy, B as in boy, izsolution.com. You can reach out. Um, I do um, discovery calls, so consultations. And then you can learn a little bit more about how I work with my clients. I can learn a little bit about your situation. And we can see if we would be a good fit and kind of go from there. Um, I do offer um, tax planning, um, a tax preparation for my tax clients. But I also am super big into the bookkeeping arena where I'm helping clients really track their money going in and out of the business understanding their cash flow, um, helping them do financials and stuff like that during the year as well. All right. And uh, viewers and listeners, if you're at charvette.com, there's a full blog post about Hope. All of her um, uh, connection points are there. Also, if you are listening to the podcast, look down below in the show notes and the connection points for um, Hope are there as well. And so let's capture um, this question here from LaDonna. So I use QuickBooks. I'm a QuickBooks person as well. Mm -hmm. And I purchase a lot of supplies to make products that I sell. I code these supplies as cost of goods sold Mm -hmm. versus a regular expense. Is that the correct way to record? So I would have to know more. So it's, it can be either or. So some normally when people are in service-based businesses, it's normally um, categorized as just a normal expense. 
So I would have to know a little bit more about what her business model is. If she can provide that, I can provide a little bit more information about that. She does have physical products. If she has physical products, yes. physical products. We definitely want to, I mean, if there is a cost associated with creating her products. So if she's making candles, but she's going out to get the wax, she's going out to get the containers. Those are definitely cost of goods. So if she has some form of inventory or that type of thing happening. All um, right. Yeah. I hope that helps. Yes, yes. Thank you, LaDonna. Connect with Hope. She said, that's what I need. Good bookkeeping help. So connect, reach out, uh, reach out to Hope. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, again, uh, those that are, uh, that are, gotcha. Yes. All right. Great. Thank you. She's, she's giving the thumbs up. Uh, So again, bbizsolution.com is where you can, where you can go for that. Um, I have stolen more time that I asked for. We're, we're, we're rolling in and wrapping it up. So the last question that I have for you, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, Mm -hmm. and influence. And we Mm want to know what continues to motivate you. I think just helping people. I mean, I, um, like I said, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I really do have a sincere desire to see people succeed in their business. And I think, you know, in life, we're placed here in certain positions for a season, for a reason. And I really I really feel that my my season that I'm in is more so like, OK, all this knowledge, like what do you it's no good if I just keep it all to myself. Right. Time to reach back and share it with other people so they can, you know, plant those seeds. So that's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. right. Doing a great job. And uh, one more time, how can people connect with you on social media? Yeah. So IG um, tax minded bookkeeper. All right. Or like I said, my website is bbizsolution.com. All right. right. And I've tagged you on Instagram. So if you're following me, Charvette M on Instagram, that's a great connection point for Hope. Well, Hope, thank you so much for stopping by and we will keep our eye out on you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, listeners, as a reminder, this segment is brought to you by my newest book collaboration, which is out and available everywhere. Uh, if you are listening to this from charvette.com, you can purchase your copy right there on the homepage. It's also available uh, everywhere books are sold. Uh, and guess what? Here's a little bit more about it. And then we're going to come back and wrap up the show. The book collaboration, Pearls, is a collection of advice and guidance for women who want to excel in various areas of their life, career, and business. In this engaging combination of intimate stories, thought-provoking guidance, strategic advice, and practical tips, 11 emerging leaders share Pearls of Wisdom. By the time you finish reading Pearls, you'll walk away with a collection of invisible pearl necklaces that will make you feel empowered. You will have a renewed sense of direction and confidence to face what's next for you. Order your copy of Pearls today. All right, there you have it. There you have it. Uh, And some of my book collaborators may be in the comments, so they may come back and comment. So shout out uh, to the 10 ladies that join forces with me, clients in my uh, 12-month platform builder program. And uh, we produce this amazing, amazing book. So it is a wrap for today. We appreciate you always listening in and spending a little bit of our time. You might be multitasking or doing whatever. You might be listening to this uh, on the podcast. We always appreciate you. You can stop by charvette.com and uh, here if you missed it, you said, oh my goodness, I just came in. I I missed it. You can go back there. That's the easiest connection point, charvette.com to hear from today's guest and 
all of our past guests and also what is uh, coming up, what is coming up. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Sean. He said he'll be purchasing uh, the book for Christmas gifts. Thank you uh, so much. And we appreciate you. Follow uh, this show if you are listening and watching and you're like, oh, how do I how do I keep hearing and seeing this? Wherever you are, there is a subscribe, a follow or something. Go ahead and do that. And in particular, if you are listening to the Apple podcast version, let's say, go ahead and subscribe to our to our podcast and go ahead and give us a good review. Go ahead and give us a good review. The same thing over on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel so you know when our uh, show comes up. And uh, go ahead and give a thumbs up uh, while you're there, while you are there. And I do see this comment coming in uh, from, hold on one second, let me... Let me make sure I'm going to advise um, to reach out to Hope. Uh, I would say definitely uh, reach out to Tate. Taza, I believe. I would say reach out to Hope and uh, have a connection point there. And hopefully she will be able to uh, help with uh, the question that just came in. All right. It's a wrap for today. We'll see you all later on the web. Peace and love. Goodbye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.